Welcome to the Mr. Vincent Podcast, episode 90. I'm your host, Emmanuel Vincent. Happy Monday, everybody. Hope your day's off to a good start, uh, even if it is hella early in the morning. Uh, yeah, so for this episode on Friday evening, I talked to the homie Gregory Swain. We haven't talked in a while. Um, this is all thanks to the homie D. I love you, D. Um, thank you for putting this together. So essentially, we um, talked for about an hour, over an hour, I would say, um, about his men's beard grooming product um, he has, the Grizzly Beard Collective. Um, so I talked to him about that, and I'm seeing him doing a lot of big things with that, and I'm really proud of him because I know a lot of people talk about what they want to do, but they never really put in the work to make sure that whatever they're trying to do, that they set out to do just that. So I'm really proud of him. This is a really dope conversation. It's my first time doing a podcast that wasn't sports-related, and oh my goodness, I don't even remember the last time I did a podcast that wasn't really focused around uh, sports. Um, so this is a good conversation. I hope you guys enjoy this and take something away from this. Um, with that being said, we can get into it right now. Here it is. Yeah, uh, my God, how you feeling, man? I'm feeling great, brother. How you feeling? Good, man. Good, man. So, um, first podcast of the new year. Um, have a happy new year to you and your family. Jeez. I know it's the latest. Thank Did you. Do you. anything to celebrate to bring the new year in? Um, yeah, man, I, t- I kind of took the last, uh, the last month of, uh, the year off. I had a, had a crazy year. So I took the last month off, uh, just to rest, get my mind right. And, uh, yeah, with the new year's just hit the ground running and, uh, trying to, trying to make it, trying to make it better than the last. Been a crazy few I, years. <laughs> yeah. Crazy to say that. Yeah. We, we haven't, even, we, haven't we haven't seen each other since the pandemic. Nah, that's, that's, that's definitely been crazy, yo. That's a fact. How have you how have you been staying like like keeping your head ahead of float during these times? Because it's a whole different world out there now from when we last linked up. Yeah, um, to be honest with you, this is probably really like some of the best times in my life. Um, Pandemic is kind of like catered for somebody like me. I, I just stay to myself really. Um, I, I I work remote, so I'm able to work anywhere. So it, it didn't really hic- uh, put a hiccup in anything that I'm really doing. And, um, yeah, just, just, just able to just, you know, just blessed to be able to, you know, spend time with your family and, um, being able to put that work in. Um, but you know, I really can't complain though. I really can't complain. I mean, you know, God forbid, you know, you know, this is definitely a serious matter and, and pray, praying that everybody stays healthy and everything. But from, for me personally, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like recession proof. So, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for that. Now, real talk, you know, a lot of people have said that. And I know it, it kind of sounds like, like, I fucked up to say in the sense that, I mean, like this pandemic, a lot, a lot of people have lost loved ones, um, are people close to them. But at the same time, it has helped a lot of people like just to slow down, analyze their situation and then work on ways to how they can better themselves. Because nobody's ever had this much downtime in their life to just really just sit there and focus on themselves and just take things in. So hell yeah, yeah. I hope that that happened for you. Yeah, hell yeah. It's definitely been a blessing seeing everybody, you know, think outside the box of, you know, just going to go punching at a nine to five. Like, you know, let me go, let me go try to, I always had this idea of starting a business. Let me go try to take it there and see what it does. But, um, it's definitely been a blessing though. Now yeah, that's real. I, I can't believe how many people I've seen is like pop up with a business, uh, like another side hustle ever since mm-hmm. this uh, pandemic started. So I mean, it's dope, yo. I mean, cause I mean, this economy, we can't really survive off one job. You got to have multiple hustles. Hell yeah. as well, so that's how, dope. The, how has the pandemic treated you? 
Uh, same, I would say, in a sense like you. Um, just trying, like, honestly, when the pandemic happened, I figured to low. I'm going to start doing this podcast seriously. I was really consistent with this thing since the pandemic started till about, I want to say, maybe March or April of, of last, of uh, 2021. Then I kind of uh, took a break from that. And that was the worst thing I could have ever done because something like this, you really got to be consistent and go to every single week, I feel like, just to have that repetition, to build that rapport. Like, I was doing this part in the podcast, a lot of the, a lot of this podcast, I do like um, NFL recaps from the, from the um, each week. Yeah, man. So I've been slacking this season so far. I've been in and off. You know, I had my my car got totaled uh, a oh, few weeks wow. ago. Yeah. So I mean, I was I was good. I, I got I got uh, branded, whatever. So that kind of just threw me off, like dealing with this paperwork and trying to get a new car and everything. And but um, yeah. So I'm hopefully I don't know if I can do it this week, but uh, next week will be the start of the playoffs. So I want to get back on track for the whole postseason and going into next year and everything, and going into the next season and everything. Just Hell to be yeah. more consistent, man. No, nah, that's all, that's a, that's the key to life. Just consistency. Just sticking with it. <laughs> just sticking with it. Facts. So you said that um, it's been a hectic, well, it's kind of a, a busy year for you, and I peaked that with the whole Grizzly Bear Collective. Can you talk to me about that? Because I never even like I never knew that you was like I had that in your mind. Like, is that something that came? as a result of having so much downtime in, in during the quarantine or? Yeah. You know, um, I, I just, I, you know, I, I like to be, I'm a low key guy. I like to just be low key and it's, it's almost to a fault. Um, and I do, do want to give a shout out to D for, um, for, for putting this together for us too. Um, but yeah, no, it's, uh, Grizzly Bear Collective. I started that, uh, 20, 2015. Um, uh, well, you know, as you, as you very well know, um, there's no video here, but yeah, I have a beard and, uh, been going my beard out for like the last seven years or so. And, um, it started with me just, you know, making products, making products for my beard to, uh, help keep it moisturizing and keep it looking debonair. And, um, you know, the, the entrepreneur in me was, you know what you, or I got a lot of, it started with a lot of compliments I was getting like, yo, that's a hell of a beard. You got a hell of a beard. You got a hell of a beard. And I, and I, they just clicked with me like, you know what? You might as well try to you might as well try to monetize it. So uh, you know, started making started making a few products, selling them here and there. Um, you know, uh, started blowing up. People really liked it. They liked the concept. And uh, yeah, here we are in 2020, 2022 right now. Um, just trying to you know trying to take it to new levels. Wow, I, I didn't know you had it that long. Yeah, yeah, it's hey. um. You know, I, like I said, I started in um, 2015, 2016, but I really started, you know, I, I was playing around with it. I was playing around with it. And uh, probably say about like 2018, I really, you know, I really put my foot on the gas and, and, and you know, really, 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 really put the time in it really, just to like really craft it and, and really build it to to be um, to be like a, a respected brand out here in the bear community. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So like talk to me about like the whole like, the trial and error process, but they say you have multiple products, right? Yeah. Like, how long did it take you to get, like, on average, you would say, to get, to get a particular product right? Because something like that, it just seems like you got to go through, a, like, a lot of trial and error. Yeah, it's definitely a lot of trial and error. Um, you know, the, the main products that, uh, that, that we carry, uh, we, carry the, we carry a bear butter, uh, we carry a beard oil, we, uh, we carry... Um, Oh, oh, I'm sorry. First and foremost, all of our products are all natural with no chemicals in them. Uh, so we carry a beard butter, like I said, um, a CBD beard oil. Uh, we carry an all natural soap and uh, we carry a few grooming supplies as well. 
Um, but as far as getting the recipe down, um, like it's, it's really just a trial and error thing. Um, you, you play around with a few different formulas, see what you like, see what you don't like. How does this product hold up? You know, it, it's, it's essentially like a butter, almost like a butter. You really can cook with the product. You know, I mean, it's all natural. You really can cook with the product. So, uh, but just knowing that it's a butter and how, how does this product react in, in the cold? How does it re- react in the heat? How is it like, you know, how, how what's the shelf life going to be in somebody's bathroom? How long does it last in your beard each day? It, it was really like a trial and error thing to try to really get the, the formula perfected. Um, but I, but I'm, 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 I'm confident that we've achieved that. I'm confident that we've achieved that now. Okay. Yeah, man. It seems like a, a lot of work and a lot of time to put into that. That's dope though. When I when I see when I see the logo and everything, I'm like, oh, he's serious about this. Okay, I like I like to see that because a lot of people like they they I feel like a lot of people have great ideas, but they don't really sit down and like put the time and the effort in to see it come to fruition, like you have with with your product. But yep. so I, that's why I'm really happy for that for that. Um, the logo you made it yourself or. Yeah, you know, um, I'm like a low-key artist, too, so <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a low-key creator. So, yeah, I made the logo myself. Um, that was definitely trial and tribulation. But, yeah, I made the logo myself. You know, it's, um, like I said, I it, it's, 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 it's like my baby. I really built it from, from the ground up. Everything you see with it, you know, from the website to the, uh, the website to, you know, the page shooting like promo videos, the the artwork on the on the, the actual labels themselves, having to order the labels, order the tins that they come in. Really have to it's all trial. I had to I had to really build it myself to get it there. Yep. I mean wow. definitely a team, but yeah, everything in house though. Yeah, I was gonna say I I, I you got you got, a, got a team that, that helps you out. I mean we can't speak I mean speak to like how important that it is to have like a solid team that that can help you because with the, what they're trying to do with that product can't be a one man band. It can't. It has to be in the initially in the beginning, but to expand and to like grow and to reach like certain demographics and so forth. Again, they really need a team to help you out. Hell yeah, that's facts. Um, you know, I'm. Uh, I hate to say that it took me to to get to like the you know 30, 31, 32 to realize like man, you really need a team out here. Like, there's only so much that you can do as an individual. Um, you really need a team out here, and um. And, uh, you know, I really dedicated the last two, three years of my life and not even just with my beard business, but with all my businesses, really dedicating to have a, a solid team and a solid foundation. Like, I, I know, I know, you, I know you, uh, <laughs> I know you're a man with the sports and we all like sports, too. But, you know, there, there's there's something to say about those teams that, that, that are real teams like their teams. Some teams are lucky, you know, they might win a championship, but team like real teams. Everybody knows their role. Everybody knows their role. So, um, and 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 that's what and that's what makes a product great and and, and makes everything flow. So, uh, that, it's still an area I'm I'm really improving on right now uh, as we speak. But um, the work is the work is definitely being uh, put in that direction. Mm, I hear that. Yeah, I hear that. I, I like that sports reference. Kind of reminds me of like the Golden State Warriors right now. You could say this team has been a champion. <laughs> no, 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 because the team's been like a, 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 a contender since what 2015. I was and, just about I mean, to say that. And if you if you think about it, in the era of basketball where there's so much like fluctuation in terms of like um, what's the word I'm looking for, um, player empowerment and so yep. forth, the, the core has remained the same for the most part with Draymond, Steph, and Clay. I mean, yeah, they had KD for a little bit, mm-hmm. but those those three were all drafted by that organization. They all know each other's roles, and then now mm-hmm. look at the Warriors right now where. They're legit championship contenders right now, and they're about to get Clay back within the next like week 
which, which is going to be scary. And, you know, um, you know, shout out to the Golden State Warriors because it's, you know, I, I like teams like that. Like, you know, Golden mm-hmm. State Warriors, Spurs, you know, Spurs not really winning too much, but uh, Spurs, Patriots, you know, where it's bigger than, you know, we, the name, the names might change on the back of the jerseys, but fundamentally, foundation wise, it's a system. It's a system that we're running here. But, uh, you know, really shout out to the Golden State Warriors. I, I didn't see this coming this year. You know, everybody from A. Wiggins, I hope he makes it to the All-Star game finally. But, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, I mean, it, it's 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 really a team. If you really want to take it there, it's really – it's all in your team. It's all in your team. Okay. Yeah, now, facts. Has it been – has it been hard to – because you know how people say that most of your friends don't support you like strangers do when it comes to, like, pushing a product or pushing a service. Have you found it to be the case with the um, Grizzly Bear Collective? Uh, yeah, that's that's um, that's that, that that comes with the territory, though. You know that that's definitely true with any business that you do. Your friends can only support you so far. You know, you might because you might see it in your head, like before they be, be, and rightfully so. You you might have the vision in your mind, and you're trying to explain it to them, but they don't see the product. Like people, there's not there's not there's not in there for them to like believe it you know what i mean then you just do it and you show them and they're like oh okay but then you still have like you know like the little side hate but that just that's just part of the territory that's what any that's what anything that you do in life so you know if there's if there's little hate little little friction little static that's just i got you know it's just it let you know you're on the right path but you know i with, with my product i, I try to I, I travel with it i travel with it. i'll go to atlanta i'll go to the black beauty expo in atlanta i'll go to Philadelphia. I'll go to New York for a pop-up shop. Um and you you like it's it's crazy. Like you you crazy the love you get out there. You have saw people man, this this is crazy. I've never had nothing like that. But um yeah, it's it's that that's that's gonna happen. That's gonna happen. That's just part of the game, that's part of the package. No, nah, in fact, definitely that was something like when people get discouraged that like that people ain't supporting them like like they like they feel they should. I'm like, dog, listen, just make it just do you. Just do you if they support you. It's a it's a it's a plus. It's a bonus. But you should, you should always really target people that you don't know. You know what I'm saying? Get out always. there and and, 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 and and like put yourself out there for people who would, who aren't who hasn't been exposed to your product yet or don't aren't familiar with you. That's the best way to go for long term success. That's all I always thought. Hell yeah, no, that's a fact. That's a fact. You can't. You know what I mean? It's I, I figure how the saying goes, but like a prophet never gets love in his hometown. Like you, you got to go on the road for to get the love, and then. Then you know you'll double back, and the love will always be there. But you know you just gotta, you just gotta, you just just gotta focus, just lock in, and 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 really try to take it there. Facts. Um, now you did mention the beauty expo at ATL. I saw that in one of your YouTube clips that you was out there in ATL, and I know that ATL is a big hub for especially for black beauty products. Yep. Um. So what is it like out there? Because I haven't been to ATL since high school. Only been one time. When I was in high school, so I don't I don't even know what it's like out there. Like. Talk to me about like Atlanta and with the Black Beauty Protect um, Hub. Yeah, man, um, it was a great time. You know, every time I've you know <laughs> been to Atlanta prior, um, it's always been you know just bullshitting, just bullshitting, really. Um, but being able to go down there, um, I feel like right now Atlanta's really like I, I don't want to say the mecca, but it's it's really it's for like our generation. Uh, if you're a color, of the culture. It's, it's there right now. It's there. there. There are a few other hubs, you know, maybe New York, Texas, you know, I mean, Detroit, but it, it's really there in Atlanta. 
Um, and it was it was a beautiful time, man. It was beautiful just to see um, so many people in their own respective um, industries still 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 within like the health and beauty sector, uh, whether they were models or they did they they were hair designers or um, you know beard products or skin products, um, just whatever. It was it was just beautiful just to see you know and uh, a bunch of people in the industry showing out, especially people of our color showing out. You know, positive time. Um, and everybody making money. That's 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 the goal. Facts. Now that, that's dope. Do you, can you see yourself living in ATL by any chance? Come, I mean, you know, out here in Northeast is crazy <laughs> yeah. with, the, with the with the with the prices for the property out here, and everybody. I feel like everybody's migrating like towards like the middle of the country. Yeah, trying to, trying to stay away from the opposite from the coast and everything. Yeah. Um, can you see yourself living out there based on um, your experience? I, I, I probably, uh, you know, I probably could. I, I feel like I'm. I probably missed that ATL train probably like ten years ago or some shit. But uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, it's a, it's probably a little oversaturated for me, but but um. You know, I, I I always like I said I, I I go out there probably like twice a year minimum, um just just for a good good time try to network, um but I probably you know I I never say never, probably I'll probably move to Texas before I move to Atlanta just being honest but I never say never. How about yourself though? Yeah, so I'm thinking like myself. Well, I definitely know I don't want to be at Massachusetts no. that that much longer. I'm yeah. thinking like two years, man. I, I originally I was thinking to do this podcast. I'm like, yo, you know what? To do podcasts and everything. I got to be in L.A., yo. Because L.A. is lit, but it's, it's mad bread. But now I'm reading a lot of things. Like, a lot of people are leaving L.A., like, notable people leaving nah, Cali, rather, and moving to, like, Texas, particularly Austin, Texas. I'm like, Austin, Texas. That's that's yeah. exactly where I was going. <laughs> that's exactly where, I, where I'll be moving. I'm thinking now, like, damn, I'm about to sell my crib and, you know, grab the family. We about to move down there. But uh, Have you, know, you been there just, before? What happened? Have you, have you been there before? To Austin, Texas. Um, I've yeah. been there one time. Oh, not Austin, okay. Texas. No, I have not. I've never been to Austin, Texas. I've been to Texas one time though. Okay. Yeah, yeah I never. I've never been to Texas before. But like, like I'm saying, like everybody's migrating now because I think the pandemic has really showed people. Or I don't know why it took a pandemic to see this. That you really a lot of times, a lot of like jobs, you do not have to physically be there to do your task. So <laughs> why not just live somewhere a, a way more cheaper? Because like a lot of people are leaving Silicon Valley. Because you can't afford rent in San Antonio's no. freaking asinine. So why yeah. not just go to, to Austin, Texas and chill over there? Yeah. Be, be able to have a family and buy a crib. That's, that's facts. That's facts. I, you know, I, I always stress, like, migration to people. You know what I mean? Or, or I try to. If, if, you know, we all got people who might just need a different change of scenery. Uh, but, you know, people, I don't know what it is. People just, like, they just feel like they tied down to their home city or wherever their home state. You know, nobody want to try nothing new. Like, just go try it out. Like, worst case, you still got a foundation. You can come back with family if, if things don't work. But, you know, life is too short to be trying to, like, damn, I should have made that move. Or, you know, you're on your deathbed. Like, damn, I should have left 30 years ago. I should have made that move. To, you know what I mean? Just just got to get out there and do it. Nah, facts, man. I, I always say that. I feel like more times than not, people are just too complacent in this situation. I mean, yeah, okay, you, you could have people who don't want to uproot their kids. That's a good, I think that's a good reason. Or people who just, like, may have a, a situation with a family member that they're taking care of who's not, like, able to Fair take enough. care of themselves financially or they have some sickness that's going on. And, all right, I get that. But I feel like a lot of times, more, more times than not, people are just too complacent. And then they, they don't, they're scared to make, to make that jump. They don't want to leave their comfort zone. Uh, so that's whack to me. No, no, and I don't. I don't want to be that person. No, and and I really think I really think the truth. Like 
It really fits your vibe, fits your energy. And like you said, like, you know, we're we're in the Northeast corridor in Massachusetts. If you're taking your, your paycheck from Massachusetts and you bringing that to Atlanta, you bring that to Texas, like, you you know what I mean? It's kind of like making like 150K in Boston. Like, you live in, you live in pretty comfy. You live in real comfy. Like, yeah. you know, it's, it's, um, I, I, there's, there's nothing good comes from being uncomfortable or being comfortable. Like you got to get uncomfortable. That's where all the magic happens. Facts. Yeah, man. So now would you say that you were like prior to this well, prior to you, um, with this, like, like taking this, um, the Grizzly Bear Collective and trying to like really push it Well, you, you weren't really big with social media, right? Like, yeah, you weren't big with social media. No, not really. Um, and you know, it's it's still it's still an area of improvement for me. Like, I I still I still cause like I said, I like I like to just be like a low key guy. I like to just lay low. But uh, it, yeah, it's still an area of, it's still an area of improvement for me that I'm trying to really hammer down, get better at, make sure that I'm posting daily, <laughs> which which is which, which can be tough. But it, it's a job. That's part of the package. If you want any business or brand to be successful in 2022, your social media present like needs to be there needs to be that's, that's without your no. social media you, you, you it's not it's not really you know what i mean not facts i was gonna ask like so how has it been like trying to like really like trying to be like more conscious of like posting on social media and keeping up with it because I, I, from what i remember of you you weren't that wasn't really a thing yeah I, i'll still you know what i mean i'm still not and and you know I, like i said my team really like you got to get out here you got to get out here so um it, it's been tough it's been tough but you know you can't you can't keep running away from like, like we always say you can't keep running from the light like it, it is what it is if you if you if you like do you want it or not if you do want it you gotta you gotta put the shyness away you gotta put the the, the, the low keyness away and, and get out there because nobody's gonna sell your product like like you or nobody's gonna believe in your brand like you so um, if you believe in it, you gotta you gotta really be out there and be present. Facts, yo, I, I don't I don't know if you, if the um if your um, brand is on TikTok, is it? Man, I <laughs> I tried to download TikTok and uh, <laughs> you know I was I was kind of like I was kind of like a coming of age thing to me, like you know downloading TikTok and my hairline receding is like two like the two biggest wake up calls. Like damn, bro, you getting old. Um, I, I try to, I try to, I try to do the TikTok thing, and, and I'm like, damn, I, like, what is this? Like, so I called my niece over, like, hey, I, I need help with it. I need help with it. It's I'm, I'm asking my eight year old daughter to help me with it. Like, it's it's, it's crazy, but I, I, I need a, I really need to be on TikTok though. Now, real talk, and I was gonna tell you because so I was um because I, I I have it like people like when people think of TikTok, they think about like like you no know, those, those lip singing dances and like it's for kids and everything but a lot of dope content is on tiktok a lot you, of you, dope you, content. you don't even got to make an account you're gonna scroll through everything and see all the content people put out there like i'd be mm-hmm. learning things about like tricks on my iphone so i don't know i thought i didn't tell you that too i actually just got into photography um oh yeah yeah that's good i got, stuff, I got I, so i bought a camera in the summertime i started i didn't start saying like i started playing with it until like last month well november so I'd be like, I'd be like following photographers, like, like look at under the, searching the hashtag photography and finding dope photography tricks and everything. So I'm like, yo, this yep. is dope. So I, I was talking to Cy one time, Cyrus, primetime Cy. I'm like, yo, yep. Cy, you on TikTok? He's like, nah, I'm on that. I got top of that. I'm like, yo, I'm telling you, I be seeing mad people on TikTok who like, who like have like skills and trade and trades. You should get on that because you're a barber. You can probably blow up. Dude got like 25, 25K followers in like a month. I'm like, Wow. Come on, dog. Wow. I was like, yeah, that's crazy. He, he don't even go hard. He said he, he posts like random business times. 
He got like twenty five k wow. followers. He showed me one post that got that got a million views. I'm like, that's wow. wild, yo. Wow. <laughs> he even go hard too off that. <laughs> that's the power of social media. That's that's dope. That's dope. And shout out side too. Um, yeah, that's my guy. He had some of the product, and um, I, pre- I appreciate his love too. Oh, he, he bought some. Yeah, you know, I so I try to hit like a few local barbershops in the area. So I hit him with a kit, and um, he was receptive. He liked it. He said he liked the product. Um, put it on his page. So um, definitely showed love. So it's definitely appreciated. All right, yeah, man, that's side, man. Side, if if you're from the bridge, that's how I knew you growing up, Doug. So always show love, though. Hell yeah, hell yeah. But um, yeah, let's, let's take a quick break and then we'll come back and uh, talk some more. Definitely. So, yo, how was that um, No Shade November event you had back in uh, November? It it was cool. Um, it was it's it was the first first of its kind in the city of Boston. Um, it was uh we had a we had a few um a few uh, we gave away a few awards uh, a few beer competitions. Um, it was dope, man. It was uh you know I I wish the numbers could have been a little bit better. Um, but you know the 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 amount of people that came, I don't even know how it made it on Channel Five News, but it was um get out of here. What? On yeah, it was crazy. Like I had a, oh. uh, I had like a whole family. They came and showed love. They were there early. They were there before I even got there, and they're like, "Yeah, we said things to do on a Saturday, and we, we came down to support." I'm like, wow, that's dope. <laughs> it was dope. So, um, yeah, they 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 showed up. Uh, it was a great time. You know, drinks, food, um, drinks, foods, and beers. So we were we were able to um able to have a good time, and you know, hopefully this is the first of many. So planning on you know, branding it out and starting to do them in different cities, just battle of the beards in, in, in different cities and uh just just a bit build awareness and, and, and build exposure for the brand. Nah, that's dope, man. I would have went, but I, I, when you sent me the fly, I seen the date, I'm like, damn, same day nah, nah, as nah, uh, nah, an Asian nah, baby shower. I'm like, I, nah, I gotta go with that one. Nah, because <laughs> I already RGP'd. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. That's dope. So like so battle of the beards, I'm just curious, like so like there's like a judges and they'll like vote on people who had the best like world room bid. Yeah. So yeah, there were a few different categories. Um, there was uh there was like the, there was like the 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 zero inch to three inch beard. Uh, there was like a three to six inch beard pause. There was like a, you know, <laughs> a, a not uh, a six to twelve inch. Um, there was a we had a we had a competition for the women. Uh, Whiskerina where they have we had like uh fake beards. Uh, we had the worst beard as well, so um, shout out to you know everybody who who, who participated. Uh, everybody went away happy, went away with products, um, and a special shout out to uh, the tavern in Central uh, Seven Thirty Tavern for hosting. That's my that's my spot, man. Yeah, food's bomb, uh, yeah. man. So I'm, I'm there like probably like once a month. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. I go all, all the time. Um, yeah, and also, I like, I wanted to, I was to talk to you about that because I want to actually, my goal one day is to do this podcast, do a live episode somewhere. I want to do that hopefully Fun. in the spring or the summer of this Fun. year. Can, can you do something like that, do you think? I think you could. I, I don't, I don't see why not. You know, on, you know, everything starts with a conversation. I, I don't, I really don't see why not. I, they were, they were real receptive of it. Um, they, uh, you know, they, they, they were happy with the exposure. So I don't see why not. Yeah, I feel like something like a place like that doesn't really care as long as you're bringing people there because you, when you bring people there, they're going to buy drinks, they're going to yep. buy food. 
that, so, and that, and that's, and that's be satisfied. That that's all that matters. Yeah, I might have to reach out to them and see if I can set that up. Hopefully, again, the spring of the summertime. Dope though. Facts. I, I need to do that. Um, what was I going to say to you again? So, so you're so you're a year six in to this product. Um, yep. Do you see? What do you see it being at five, ten years from now? Um, you know. I uh, just made it to GQ um, we, for the past uh, December, January, and uh, February's issue. I uh, just made. I it did see that. Congrats, man! I see that. I, I didn't read the article, but I seen you post that. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, it, it's uh, yeah, it was, it was dope. So, um, uh, you know, the, just when you start off with these things, or like I know for me, like sometimes I need to be able to touch things to see that they're real. So, um, you know, just starting off, just starting off in the crib, <laughs> uh, to you know seeing your product flipping through a magazine and seeing it in GQ is kind of surreal. Um, you know, not not that that's, that's the goal, but it's just dope seeing, you know, just dope seeing your vision come to life. Um, you know, 10, five years from now, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully I'm like in aisle eight at Target, you know what I mean? In Walmart somewhere where people, somebody in Texas could be able to, hey, I'm in, I'm in Walmart. I just grabbed your product and I loved it. So you know that that's 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 really where I see myself in five years. Mm. Okay, that's what's up. So uh, yeah. how did you get into GQ though? Did, did they like discover you or like you had a connection there? Yeah, I'm, be, I'm curious to, about that. Yeah, to be honest, um, they had reached out to me a year ago, and um, really? yeah, they reached out to me a year ago. Uh, I I to be honest, I fumbled it. I fumbled it straight up. I was ner- at first. I thought it was a scam. I was like, "What the hell is this?" Like, <laughs> googled it. I thought it was a scam, and then I fumbled it. I was looking, not to say, well, straight up, I was in my own head. I was, I, I was, I, I fumbled it. I was like, "Man, this can't be real." Not me. Like, what? Uh, I fumbled it, and uh, and and honestly, I knew I wasn't ready. I knew I wasn't ready. So, uh, like, it would have been a good luck, but. I wasn't, I, my, the brand personally wasn't ready. So, um, like I said, last year I dedicated to, to, to one building my team Two was building up my, uh, my, my visuals, like my YouTube channel, the YouTube presence. So I dedicated the whole year to just shooting, just shooting, just shooting ads, shooting different promo videos. Um, and, uh, so I, I told myself, you know, next year when GQ comes around, I'm gonna be ready. I'm gonna have everything. I'm gonna have my ducks in order, and uh, yeah, here we are, 2021 or 2022, and um, yeah. They, so they reached out, or so, to answer your question, they reached out, and uh, I just re- I took another shot in the dark. I reached back out, like, hey, somebody reached out to me last year. I don't know if it's too late. I don't know if I missed the opportunity. They're like, nope, you can still we can still make it work. So, um, shout out, uh, it's, it's um, it's, Con- it's it's a company called Condenast. They own like a few different. They own like variety. GQ Vanity Fair, um, it's a it's a woman at Condenas. It's Amanda. Uh, thank you very much for the opportunity. It's um, it's definitely a good look. Wait, so you said a company owns like GQ Vanity Fair and and uh, other magazines as well? Yeah, it's it's a company called uh, Condenas. That's crazy. And, yeah, they own like they they're like a conglomerate, and they own about like six other big magazines. Um, there's like a oh they own Men's Health too. I think they they own like six of the six big magazines. So. Um, yeah, she reached out I was, and, uh, yeah, I was like, man, I can't, I can't miss any opportunities like this anymore. So, hell yeah. 
Nah, that's dope. When I seen that, like GQ, what the, what the? This is definitely taking off right now. Yeah, uh, that's how you know that you're you're really like taking the right strides and in the right direction. GQ. Thank you, thank you. That's fire. Oh um, yeah. I, I see. I, I visited your, your website a couple of times. Um, I see you got some merch too. That's funny. I, I feel like everybody. I feel like everybody thinks, and maybe it really is that like when you have a product, it's always a, it's essential now to have merch a part of your product. Is that your mindset too? With this. Like, I- yeah, I think that's facts. Um, you got to, well, well, me personally, like any business venture that I'm into has, like, you got to figure out a way to 360 it. So it, it can't, like, it's not just, I sell bear products. Like I got to, I'm hosting events connected to the bear products. I got a podcast connected to the bear products. I'm selling merch connected to the bear products. I, I'm Now I'm moving into like a grooming space. I'm selling grooming products connected to the bear product. So um, just what, whatever anybody does, you know, um, you got you got a 360. You got a 360 yourself. Mm. So like, um, how's that like? How was that like coming up with merch and dice? Is that like difficult for you, or I, I mean, it, it looks kind of simple. Like in terms of like what I've seen so far on the website, like nothing crazy. Just like I had yeah. just playing it safe. We just say for right now with that. You know, um, for me, I really, you know, I, I, I'm like, I try to really be like a student of the game, study the market. Yeah. Um, it sounds crazy, but more women buy my products than men. Like, it's, it's crazy, but more <laughs> legit, more women buy my products than men. So, more, I, more, know, more, I, wait, more women buy like your products or merch? Everything. Really? Yeah. That's strange. Yeah, it's, it's strange. It's, you know, I, like I said, I, I, I really try to hit the streets with it. So I, I go to a lot of pop-ups and a lot of women are like, yeah, I want to support, but I don't got a man. I don't got an uncle with a beard. I don't, like, what like what can I buy? I'm like, damn. So then, like, another light bulb went off. Like, damn, at least you can have a few hats. You can have a few shirts. They can still purchase support. And, um, yeah, that's uh, that's 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 where the idea of, uh, of the merch came in. And it's, it's like you said, it's it's pretty simple. It's not, you know, I mean, it's not nothing extravagant. It's the logo on it, uh, but more importantly, like I said, it's just about trying to just three sixty yourself, just trying to, you know, Leo Cohen, Leo Cohen yourself, like just three sixty. Yeah, facts, man. You gotta have your hands because like, like you gotta have your hands in this about everything. Everything. So that's good. You can't rely. You can't rely on one on one sector. You gotta, you know, try to find different avenues just, uh, to generate income Hell with yeah. your particular product. Yep. That's dope. Um, what was I going to say to you? I totally forgot. Oh, the, the podcast you have. Yep. Um, how's how's that going? Uh, kind of like you. I, I I've been I was guessing. <laughs> um, I did a few episodes, and I'm like, man, I need to get a uh, I need to get a studio space again. So uh, I I'm, I'm hopefully moving in next week. Should be up and running with everything. Um, yeah, and then moving forward, I should be able to at least drop an episode. Once every two weeks at the minimum. Um, but, yeah, you know, it's beards and whiskey. Uh, we talk with men and women. They got to have facial hair. So that's the pre-re- uh, prerequisite for the men, at least some type of facial hair, goatee, mustache, beard, a uh, little stubble. But, uh, yeah, no, we just talk about their, you know, whatever they got going on in their career and uh, enjoy enjoy a few drinks while we do it. So what's the niche behind the pod? Just basically, so you say you're just basically focusing on having guests on. Yep. Talk about like their careers. Oh, like yeah, what you know, doing? yeah, you know. Um, I, I like I like to uh, I like to find out what people got going on in their lives. You know, to, uh, 
outside of the typical nine to five stuff. So if you, you know, if you're doing something different, something, you know, extra, I want to hear mm-hmm. about it. I want to hear about it. I want to hear about it. We could talk about it. And we got a few drinks while we talk about it. So, and, and it all ties into, you know, like I said, just trying to 360 this whole, this whole beard space uh, that, that I'm in. So, yep. Okay. That's, that's dope. And you're going to say do at least twice a week, but minimum. Or twice a, twice a month. Pardon me. Twice a month. Yep. I'm bugging. No, you don't. You, you said it right. I messed up. Twice a month. You didn't say that. Okay. Yeah, that's dope, man. Do, yeah. are, are you are you comfortable hosting? A, I don't know. Do you do you host it by yourself? And if so, are you comfortable doing that right now? Yeah. Um. So I so I so I was a, a co-host on a podcast. We did. We ran for about three years with it. Um. And uh, it was it was it was with three other people. It was it was great. It was great. We had a great run. Um. Uh, but you know, just with multiple hosts, you know, the timing and everything can can be a little tough trying to get everybody on the same page, along with the um, along with the along with the the guests or whatever. So you know, mm-hmm. right now I'm just at the at the pace I'm moving, just with you know all all the other things I got going on in my life. I, I'm I'm at that point where it's like you know what you you can you can do this yourself. You can be you can be the host. Um, you know, ask the good questions and uh, yeah, just get it rolling. That's what's up, man. Hell yeah, yeah. Like, like my podcast is—it's fun to me. I, I, I love. Say, it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it comes. I don't want to say it's easy for me because I, I don't think. I think a lot of people think nowadays because any damn near anybody can make a podcast. Yeah. That, oh, it's just easy. Anybody can do it. You're just talking. It's a lot more nah. than that. It's a lot of, a lot nah. of research, preparation, nah. a lot of like messing up on the fly, and then just. Taking what you learn from there, and then correcting it the next time. A lot of repetition, uh, but I, I feel like when I talk, like I talk on the podcast, I'm not scared. I'm not shy. So like, yep, it's, it's cool to me. No, I, I can I can hear it, and I, and I I was gonna let you know after the show, but when we on air right now. I'm gonna let you know, like, yo, you, you, you like you, you sound real good, man. You sound real good. You're asking great questions. Um, you know, uh, this is coming from like a podcaster myself. I like to like analyze. There's certain people I really look up to in the industry. Well, actually, what's your what's your top three like podcasts or YouTube shows? Joe Budden podcast, I love it. Okay, I love Joe Rogan too. Joe Rogan. Okay. Oh, my number one is Bill Simmons. That's Bill actually, Simmons. Okay. Bill Simmons is actually the person who I actually like really studied. Okay. That's the first podcast I actually started listening to like consistently every week. Whatever, I still listen to it now when I get a chance. But I feel like right now I don't listen to podcasts nearly as much as I used to. Only because now that I'm working from home for my job, I'm not in the car for like two hours out of the day. Oh, okay. To drive through the work and listen to a podcast, but I usually listen like at least um about half like a half half of an hour, I would say. Okay. Of the of, of the Bill Simmons podcast now. Yeah. yeah. So basically, I listen to him about like you know now I probably listen to like half an hour or an hour out of the week. I think he puts out he does at least two podcasts a week. Episodes a week, rather. So I, I miss him as much as I can. But yeah, he was the first person that I listened to. I feel like with podcasting, and if I would give anybody advice on who was interested in the thought of the podcast, I would say to like listen to a few people, try mm-hmm. to hone in on one that you really, really like, and try to mimic what they do. But over time, develop your own style. You can probably draw from multiple people Hell and so yeah. forth. But I feel like I like just really hone in on one person, really, and just try to like see what they do, how they deliver, how they talk, and everything. So, Hell yeah. yeah. That, that's great advice. That's great advice. Um, that's great sound advice too, because um, you know everybody, you know, just 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 kind of trying to produce a few podcasts back in the day. 
Everybody mm-hmm. got everybody has good energy. Episode one, episode two, episode five. But you know what really separates everybody is like when you start getting to episode twenty and the jokes just ain't hitting like they used to, or you know the one line is just ain't funny anymore. That's what that's what really separates people. Um, the, you know the people like doing it for fun and people who really trying to take it there. Yeah, and honestly, man, uh, um, thanks for the compliment though, because honestly, I didn't prepare for this podcast at all. No, no worries. <laughs> I'm, asking, I'm, I'm asking these questions on the fly. <laughs> no, no worries. I, I was gonna ask you. I didn't know what you, I, I I didn't know what you wanted to talk about. I didn't know if you wanted to talk about bear stuff, some some other business stuff. I, I didn't know what you wanted to talk about. So, well, yeah, because usually I, I feel like, well, from, sometimes I know you, even though we haven't talked like that in a yeah. while. But since I know you, I feel like I can I can just freestyle and get away with this because I don't know him. But if somebody I didn't know. And I was trying to do a podcast with them. I would have definitely prepared myself and, you know, took all the right notes and made sure I asked the right questions. But No, the question's still here, though. Yeah. Ah, thanks, man. No. So, so what else? I know you got your hands on other things, too, as well. Yeah. What else you doing? Um. So, yeah, you know, I'm like a jack of all trades. So, uh, <laughs> I really, almost, almost to a fault. Um, I, uh, I, I, uh, I have a few other businesses that I do. Um, I have a few, uh, you know, primarily... Uh, primarily right now is trucking. Trucking is like taking a hold of my life. Uh, real estate. Um, <laughs> uh, recycling. Um, yeah, you name it. I'm, I'm, I'm probably, I'm, I'm, I'm probably trying to do it. <laughs> wow. Wait, yeah. you do real estate too? Um. Yeah. Yep. 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 How long have you been doing that for? Um. It started. You know. So it started with me buying my first just kind of like my first house um and then uh i'm like man i, I just just seeing going through the whole process like man this, this is really intriguing and i really like it and then um i bought another house uh you know my, my family kind of got a little bit bigger so we had to move so bought another house I'm like, man you know what I, I, I really like this and um you know i, I kind of got i got a team out here too so shout out my team uh, we, uh, uh, two other guys, uh, oh, actually one of the guys was a guest on, on the podcast. Uh, so, uh, uh, man, Keon. Oh, my uh, dog. Yeah. So, yeah, we, so we, we, uh, we buy properties and, uh, we buy properties, uh, rehab them and, uh, we rent them and, and, uh, yeah, hope the price is right. Sell them. <laughs> that's, that's dope, yo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, how how is the real estate market right now, in your opinion? Um, it depends what game you're playing. It depends what game you're playing. So, like I said, um, you know, I I own a few properties, and you know, in Massachusetts, it's lovely. It's, it's going up. It's not. It's not really going backwards. Um, it's lovely. You know, uh, the values. The values. The values going crazy right now. They're going crazy right now. I. I you know, I I advise everybody who. Anybody listening, anybody, you know, if you if you if you're on this if you're on God's green earth, the least you can do is just get a property, just whatever it is. If it's a condo, it's a some something that's yours, because the value is is working while you're sleeping. The values are, you know what I mean? It, it, it's moving up. It's moving up. Um, as far as like, you know, it, it really just depends on the game you're playing. There's, there's so many avenues with, with real estate. Some people just, you know buy sell rehab in 90 days some people don't even touch they just they just selling distressed properties so it's all about the game you're playing um you know uh, right now uh, like i said we, 
uh, me and my team, me and our team, we're, we're, we're rehabbing, you know, a property. So going through that process, um, his, you know, I've never done that. And I've never, I've never had nobody like, here's the game, here's the, here's the game, the, the playbook on how to go about it. So uh, the ups and downs and the ever flows with that. It's, it's, it's dope. You know, it's dope. I, you know, I, I, that's, that's my favorite teacher in life. Like some people, you know, I, I go to YouTube and then I just go out and go do it. And then I learn from it. You know, next time I'm not going to do this. Next time I'm not going to do that. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, just just really just getting out there. But but to answer your question, yeah, the real estate market is crazy. It's crazy. It's it's all about what what game you're in because you know if you if you're rehabbing houses, it's crazy right now because the price of wood, the price of everything is like damn near doubled and tripled. So everything, everything, the materials is crazy right now. It's crazy. But you know, um, yeah, it's all about the game that you're playing. But at least you're playing the game, though. I, I could say that. Yeah, only ask like I, I think I told you before. My sister's an agent. Oh She's yeah, yep, yep, yep. She's been doing it for like like a real estate agent at least for like twenty years. I would say now. Um, so I would talk. That's when I talked to her. She was just telling me how um how uh yeah everything like she's telling people in the greater Boston area. She's not even like advising them to really like buy right now. It's kind of crazy. Like not to buy like, right she, now. Yeah, not save yet. your money like. Cause they're asking way too much, like yeah, yeah the, all that yeah. money you could go somewhere else. Like she's even t- like she actually um relocated right now herself, uh to Spring, uh Holyoke. Oh, and, like, fun. yeah, yeah. Cause she 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 manages property out there, and she takes care of my pops, right? Um, yep. so my pops lives at her. So what she was oh, paying wow. out here for rent, what she was paying out here for rent right now, it for cause she needs at least like two bathrooms. Needs like an elevator or in a ramp or an indoor ramp, whatever. Yeah. Um. So when she's paying on that Holyoke, she's saving damn like like fifteen hundred dollars than she would have done out here. That's wild. In the Greater Boston area, yeah. So. Yeah, that's wild, and and she's right. You know, from that perspective, mm-hmm. like you know, like I'm 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 kind of on the other end because like I own like I, I like you know I I already bought my house. I'm seeing the value rise. The inflation's crazy. <laughs> inflation's really? wild. I, I'm 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 doing the Birmingham hand rub, but you know if if you're trying to buy right now, you gotta is it, you you're, you're buying the flip. Like you know what I mean. You're always you're always buying the flip, but right now it's, it's really crazy. So it's like, damn, you know, do do I wait? Do I? If, I mean, and it, it, it it's just it all depends on what you got going on. So if you you know if you got a family, you really need a house, and you you just got to do what you got to do. But if you if you have the opportunity to be like, you know what, I'm gonna stack my bread up, stay out, stay stay wherever I'm staying at, stack up a little bit more. You know, I would definitely advise that, and um, and that's a great move by your sister too. Um, not to like go on a tangent, go back to what we were talking about earlier, people yeah. not wanting to, you know, get out their comfort zone. Like, what you know, why why do people feel like they got they can't leave the the, the five mile radius or zip code that they that they were they grew up at? Like, there's there's other places, there's other places. So that that's why you know all my pro like all all, all my other real estate is. It's out of town. It's out of state because you know Massachusetts is. It's just kind of. It's a lot of old money, and, and I mean I can't speak for anybody else, but I know for myself, uh, I don't. I don't have no old money. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like there's other, there's opportunities everywhere else, but people just gotta, you know, not be afraid to 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 just go somewhere else. Facts, man. Yeah, shit. That, that, that's the message of telling me. Telling me too. Like even think about. I was talking to her recently. She was even thinking about like, like if you have a job that's, that's remote, why don't you think about moving out the state? Possibly, I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking about it, yo. Maybe within, the, I think within the next two years, I'll, I'll be out of here. Nah, definitely go. That's that's the hack, though. That's that's really the hack. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, like you know, like our property's in Ohio, so 
Oh, wow. The, the cost of living is nowhere close to Boston. So, like, imagine imagine going there with your Boston paycheck. You're living like a king. You're, like, you're King James in the city. Like, <laughs> like you live in downtown. Like, imagine living downtown in Boston. Like, that's that's not even that's not even a question. Like, what? Yeah. You can really live downtown right across, you know what I mean? And, and you know, if, you, if you're working remote, I, I, I would highly suggest you go for it. And it, it's anywhere. That's just anywhere, though. Like, you know. Outside of like, I think San Francisco, New York, and then Massachusetts, or you know, or yeah, San Francisco, New York, and Boston, highest, highest, you know, highest rents. So, you know, any any anywhere outside of those two, you're gonna be damn near be winning. Fact, yeah, right, right out all those three cities is fucking just mind boggling. Fucking anybody afford that? Nah, it's crazy. Yeah, but I mean, eventually, hopefully, this podcast picks up what I'm doing, man. I really want to like. I'm actually trying to like focus on the end and building this brand. Like, I got to get back to doing this shit consistently. I want to get to the point where I don't got to work for anybody. If I can do a po- my, my podcasts, blogs, and I now do photography, and, and I get nice at that, no, I don't want to work for nobody. Nah. Well, I, well, well, I'll say this: I don't want to do it. Well, I don't. I don't want to work a traditional nine to five. I wouldn't mind like working for like somebody like Bill. Bill Simmons got the company, The Ringer. Yeah. If, if I could work for them, doing like doing podcasts and even like writing for them. I'll do that, something like that. I don't I wouldn't yeah. doing like that. I mean more, more like the, the traditional nine to five. I'm over that shit. Yeah, no, nah, that shit's a dub. That shit's <laughs> definitely a dub. And it's is it's it's you know, it's 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 great hearing you say that. It's great hearing a bunch of people say that, you know what I mean? Because it's like, you know, just 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 like the economic state of black people where we at right now, um shit it's getting scary out here. It's getting scary out here. So the the mindset of, you know, you know, leaving, leaving, leaving the traditional, be happy, you know what I mean? Uh, leaving the traditional job and going to go, go fend for yourself, go eat for yourself. We need, we need more of those. We need more of those. Facts, man. Yeah, man. It's been, it's been taught me, yo, I can do anything I want to, yo. And as long as I really, really work hard, I know it sounds cliche, but if you can really do anything you want to on God's great green earth, as long as you have a plan and you strategize and you execute, you're good. You're good. You're good, and <laughs> let me let me be a testament to that. Let me be a testament to that. Like it's for real. Like you really can do anything you want. But that's dope, bro. And, and this this platform you have right here, this is this is dope. Um, you know, I I, I I I've listened to a few episodes. Um, not as much as I should be, but uh, this is dope, man. And uh, and I really I really feel like you walking in your light with this. Tell you the truth, man. Man, I appreciate it, man. Like I said, this is the first time I did an episode, and like, well. A non-sports episode. I can't remember the last time I did one. This is the first one, and I haven't recorded like over like a few weeks dealing with me trying to get another car and everything, and yeah, do all, all this paperwork. So I, I appreciate this, man. Good thing, good look to D for D to setting this up. She, I start walk with D. Yo. That's the homie, yo. Yeah, like, we, 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 we cool, yo. Like I, I love her to death, and she hit me up like, yeah, I got something, I got something for your pod. Who, Grizzly? I'm like, I'm like, yeah, that's my guy. Like, yeah, no, I know Greg. That's my, that's the guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, on dogs, man. Shout out, shout out, D, man. She. She, she, she be, I'll be doing a million things, but, uh, she really keep me grounded in, and, uh, and is a major asset to keep me doing what I got to do. So all, uh, yeah, man. yeah, definitely gotta have something like that in your life who pushes you and like, oh, you got your back and everything. So hell yeah. Yeah, man. So, I mean, we can wrap up from here. That's all the really questions I have for you, but yo, um, plug your, uh, plug your, uh, your bid. Tell, tell yeah, people to nah, find absolutely. your product at and everything. Um, yeah, it's, uh. You know, it's grizzlybearcollective.com if you want to purchase uh, directly from the site. Um, Grizzly Bear Collective on Instagram, Grizzly Bear Collective on Facebook. 
uh, Grizzly Bear Collective on YouTube. And uh, yeah, like I said, we, we are the standard in organic men's beard care. Everything's all natural, no chemicals, none of that stuff you get from Target. Um, it, it's, it's, it's really the standard. If you want a nice, clean beard, where the people to see? All right, man. Yeah, it's, it's dope. I, meant, I should have I brought this up earlier in the pod. My man has a beard. He, my man makes beard butter, but he don't, like, go hard like you with, with the brand, with the logo, with, uh, you know, like, the whole, like, the brand branding and everything. But he's yeah. been doing it for a while, so I buy a product from him every now and then. Um, but I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to copy your product, too. No lie. No, no worries. No worries. That's what it's about. We're just recirculating, it's recirculating the dollars. Facts, yo. And, yo, we'll, we'll talk off air, but, you know, we talked about earlier before yeah. hoops, hoops and everything. So For I got sure. you. All right, my brother. You, yo, you, a... you, you ain't got no sport question? I thought I thought we were going to at least, at least do something sports. Oh, okay. Yeah, sport. <laughs> so, so what do you want to talk about? Because well, honestly, whatever, I'm, whatever. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not tuning in as much as I should. Well, we could talk about basketball. The Lakers suck. I, I know that's your team. I know that's yeah, your team. I, you know what? I'm really mad about that because it didn't have to be that way. Because, dog. When they stayed it for Russell Westbrook, I was I was like, "Yo, what is going on here? Like, that why was, do we trade for him?" And then people was, like, "Oh, that's a good trade." I'm like, "Dog, do you watch, do you not watch basketball?" That's like, a terrible trade. Honestly, yeah. Honestly, they fucked up when they didn't make they didn't pull the trigger on that Buddy Hill trade. That exactly. Was the trade that they need but, to make. But here's the thing, though. I know now. I I knew why. Once I found the day, I'm like, this is corny. So you know, the Lakers were actually Lakers executives wanted to make a move with Buddy Hill, but LeBron's one who pushed for Westbrook. And then that had, you know how it is the, the play empowerment era. Plans get their ways. And so they got much bigger said. And That's now terrible. look at this. Terrible. Yeah, so. but I, God, like, I see what Braun's doing. No, I see what I see what Cleveland got going on over there. He's going he gonna to make one last hoorah in Cleveland, go back over there, get rid of fucking Sexton, Garland. <laughs> you know how he does clean house, trade everybody for for chips and shit. And he, 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 he's, he's setting it up, though. But I already. He's having a great year. Great year, you know, at 37. But, um, yeah, he's looking – he looks tired, man. He looks tired out there. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I can see him going back to Cleveland only because I really think he's really happy in L.A. I mean, obviously, he didn't come there solely for basketball. I would, I would even think he went there more so for life after basketball, trying to dabble in Hollywood and all this movement his company out there. It's like production company out there and everything. I don't know if he would go back to Cleveland, but, I mean, they got the young nucleus and everything over there. Um, with homeboy who they dropped the recent this year. What's homeboy's name? I'm bugging right now. Mo- with Mobley, Mobley and you got yep. Garland, Garland over there too. So they got a, a nice young squad. So yeah. I mean, it's not it's not out of the realm that he can try to decide that. Like, All right, this team looks good right now. Let me go over there. But obviously too, I think he wants to be, wants to play with Bronny while Bronny's in the league and, the, and yeah. him play with Bronny. Yeah, I think I think he got I think he got one more hoop hooper. Like he ain't, uh, he's not catching Jordan. So the only the only way he can like cement his legacy is like doing other things. Like, you know, I went back to Cleveland twice and brought two ring two rings there. So that's what that's yeah. what he's gonna have to do. I I, yeah, I, I really think he's going back to Cleveland. I, I'm a, I'm a, I'll put my money on. It. I think he's going back to Cleveland after his contract's yeah. done with the Lakers. Might might spend his last two years there and, and go out of Cavalier. Yeah, like the only thing that that he can really like that one can really make an argument. If you're a pro LeBron, just put him over Jordan, which I don't think that uh, happened. But if somebody wanted to, they could say, well, look, look how long he played. Like, Jordan only played, what, 13 years on, on Chicago. Yeah. So he's able to do this and still put up these numbers and accumulate yeah. all these stats. That's something that can work in his favor when his career's over in terms of who's the greatest of all time. But. Yeah, no. He's definitely going to shatter all those major stats. You know I mean? He, he did it in, like, almost double the career of Jordan, but 
Um, I mean, it is what it is, though. It is what it is. I, you know, I, I, I used to really hate on Braun, but I, I'm just kind of, I, I got to grow up, man. You got to respect greatness when you see it. You oh, yeah. I, I, I've always had a respect for him. Yeah, no. got respect for that. Um, yeah. So, how, how you feel about the Celtics? Wait, are you even a Seas fan? No, I'm not. I'm not even a. I, I'm not. I'm not a fan of anything. I'm like a degenerate gambler. But uh, no, I, I just, I, <laughs> no, I just follow sports. But you know, Caesars. Um, again, they they fucked up in the off season when they hired um homeboy to be the coach. Um, um, Emmanuel Duke. Yeah, uh, he's he's not the right fit. You know what I mean? Brad Stevens was. You know, what I mean, they kind of grew up with Brad, so he had their hair a little bit better. But I was kind of hoping that. They got Chauncey or somebody, you know, like a proven winner, somebody who's really done it in this league. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I, I don't think he's a good fit. I don't think he's. Yeah, a good I fit. mean, I feel like with Adoka. I when when I heard the season hired him as a head coach, I'm like, you know what, this could potentially be a good thing. He hasn't coached at the professional level, level rather as a head coach, but he did come from the Spurs tree under Greg Pop, Popovich, so he's been in Massachusetts for years. Yep. He probably has potential. Let him get a chance. It's not working out so far. Don't mean he can't be a. a can't turn it around at some point in his career, coaching career. But right now, it's looking like a chain wreck. I see people right now who are saying what, I, what I've been saying. I think they got to they got to make a decision. The Celtics do. Brown and Tatum, they got to move one of them. I think. I don't think they can play. I don't think they play. They, they play well together. They're mad redundant. Their, their skill set is redundant. They got to move one of them. Yeah, I would, move, I, would, I would move Brown, even though I think Brown might be better right now. I think Tatum's got a high ceiling. So yeah, I would personally probably move Brown before I move Tatum. I'd only move Brown because I think he's like a year and a half older than him, yeah, than, than Tatum. But then it's like, I, I, I don't, I don't, I really, I personally don't think you should move either one because, you know, Boston's not really like an attractive destination for free agents. Anybody. So, so you, you move, you move Brown, and you still got like what two, three years of Tatum, and you know, you're gonna one of those years is gonna be a dub anyways, regardless. <laughs> so like, you got two years to really try to put something together. And you know Tatum, I, I, he's not staying here in Boston. Like he's 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 not staying here. So, um, yeah, I, I I I you know I I feel like Massachusetts or Boston fans are a little fickle. Where you know we're just used to just winning chips and and stuff. But I really don't see. I I really think you got to just keep them and just ride out with them. Ride out. With, I, I think they might have to. I really like Marcus Smart, and I and I and you know, I but you don't have to you don't have to get rid of that guy. You don't have to get rid of the whole team. You don't have to tear the whole thing down and just keep them two players and 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 try to rebuild one last, give it one last hoop, Rob. But uh, I mean, I, I remember them days with with, with Paul and Twan, so I I don't want to see them. I don't want to see those. <laughs> I don't want to see those days again. Well, if you, if you keep Brown and Tatum, Jake, they gotta really like really get a a, a point guard on the team. I know they were trying to get Lonzo in the, in the off season. Yeah, um, they need they need a real point guard because that that's what's really glaring too with that team. Yeah, if they, you know, if they get a real point guard, maybe it could work with Brown and Tatum. Yeah, yeah, no, they really, you know what I mean. They really need somebody who who's gonna tell them to shut the fuck up, like run the play, like you know what I mean. <laughs> Just like like almost like a Chris Paul. You know, obviously can't afford Chris Paul, but like so somebody like that who's been, you know what I mean. And Chris Paul hasn't really been there, but. Somebody who's really been there and can, you know, I mean, people that, that that they can respect, whether it's a coach or that type of basketball player on the team, like an OG basketball player on the team, to just, you know, tell them because you know, Tatum is it's crazy, bro. Like it's it's crazy. It's it's frustrating. It's it's really frustrating. I, and I don't really watch. I haven't really caught as much games as well, but I do catch the highlights. But it's really frustrating just watching this basketball team. Like you lose to the Spurs the other night, the the shitty Spurs. 
and then you come and loot and let RJ Barrett take you guys off the floor, like to the Knicks back to back nights. This is crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. You got you got two top twenty players in the league, maybe top fifteen if you want to go there. But like, this is crazy. This is crazy. Yeah, man, it's, it's, it's sad. Like they was um holding up. They had they had like well like they had a lot of like potential. You see that like a few years ago. You know, making the Eastern Conference Finals run, yep. like, second, like, a lot of years. I, I mean, I've got how many years, I mean, several times. But now it's just like, damn, they definitely regressed over the last, like, two seasons, I would say. And, and I hate to say that, uh, but I, I really think that, I mean, going to the Conference Finals is good. But, you know, I, I think that might have kind of hindered the progress with Tatum. Um, you know what I mean? That and, you know, shout out Mamba and, and spending the summer with Mamba because, he came back. He came back in 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 like the sidestep threes contested like every Terrib- time. Terrible sauce selection. Like time. he drives me, he drives me crazy. Like you do not yet. Like you don't have to take those bad shots. Like, stop settling. Go to the rack. And like, you got big. the lane. He, he put on weight. He, he exactly. uh, he's big. Like you're a big guy, bro. Like pause. Like go, go attack the rim. <laughs> like it's just like the sidestep threes with like you know eight seconds into the shot. Like that's terrible. That's terrible. That's terrible basketball. But on a nah, more positive, on a more positive note, though, Demar Derozan, yeah. man, he, Chicago has been crazy. I yeah, man, I, 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 I was wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong about him. Um, I was wrong about him. Uh, when, when the trade happened, when the Bulls traded for him, I'm like, and they and I, they got Lonzo and then him, I'm like, I, I'll still be in a top six seed in the East. I, I see that happening. Yeah. I mean, a lot a lot of Anna's looking dumb right now. A lot of them are saying they won't make the playoffs. It's the worst worst decision they ever made. The Bulls made. They're assigning somebody who's like 30 years old, who's been like a lackluster, lackluster the last few years under Greg Popovich. I mean, they look, they look insane right now. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no. it's crazy how it's crazy. Like he's really a legit MVP candidate. I would say Steph, legit. KD, and him are top three. I legit. think legit. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually going to the Bulls game when they come out here on um, me and uh, my man Sealy about to go oh. out there on the, the 15th. Yeah, okay. we got tickets already. So I'm, okay. I'm in there. Hell yeah, because yeah. Lonzo's Long, my favorite point guard. And the league, okay. and the and I both on my on my league pack team. They're mad fun to watch. I got oh. league packs for the first time this year, so okay. I got to catch mad bowl games, bowl games when they play. So hell yeah, you know I I really think like I thought he was I thought he was rotting away in San Antonio, but um I mean not that they really won anything, but you know Pop really Pop really like made him work on his game because he was he wasn't this guy in Toronto. This wasn't you know what I mean his game wasn't this. He definitely had the midi that definitely had the Hawks, but his game is really like. It's beauty. I, I, I like. I, I like seeing the art in basketball, but it's beauty watching. Like his midi game, his his IQ is. He, he really he's really taking it there. He's really taking it there this year. Yeah, man. I really feel like when people say like whose game is most reminiscent of Kobe, people say Devin Booker. I think Demar's game is more reminiscent of Kobe. Not saying yeah. he's better than Booker. I think I think Booker's better, but like the style of playing, like footwork and everything. Yeah, his yeah. game is, is more resembles Kobe, I think, than the Rosen does. I mean, that uh, Booker does. I'm going to have to agree with that as well. I'm going to have to agree yeah. with that as well. And you know, like, he's a Southern California kid. He grew up with Lakers fan and everything. So. Mm-hmm. Hell um, yeah. Yeah. That's also, yeah, it's a good season so far. So, hopefully, uh, things pick up. And, and good for the Lakers. Yeah, the Lakers are done. Yeah, you know good. what I mean? It might, might might be a seven seed. You know, I, I you know what I mean? I, I, you guys, I think Lakers should just be happy that they won uh, one ring. The dude, AD is, is, is soft as baby shit. But, I mean, I think you should just be happy. You know what I mean? Got one ring the post-Kobe era. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see what this year brings them. 
<laughs> I, I, I don't want to talk about AD right now, but yeah, <laughs> we, could, we, we, could, we could end the part, part on that note. Yep. So yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll have the episode up by um, Monday morning. I'll have it up. All right, uh, for sure. This weekend, have a Monday morning. All right, my uh-huh. guy, yo, good talking to you, and we'll talk definitely off this about this weekend too, hooping. Yeah, no worries. All right, thank you, man. Uh, I really appreciate you. Yes, sir, family. All right, take care, man. You already be safe. All right. All right, and that is it for this episode. Thank you to the homie Gregory. Thank you to Anchor. And thank you guys for continuing to listen to this podcast. And anybody who's new listening, I appreciate you as well. Uh, this podcast is available on damn near every platform. So if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. Um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more streaming platforms that this is available on. Uh, and if you want to keep up with me on social media, Instagram and Twitter, at Vincent 13 you can also like my Facebook fan page as well, Emmanuel Vincent. Uh, so, yeah, I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Stay safe. Stay blessed. Till next time. Take care. <laughs>